Hi, I'm Lauren Clash-Schneider with Clash Notes from Broadway Radio. I'm here with Lori Wilner, company members of Pictures from Home at Studio 54. Welcome. Thanks, Lauren. Nice to be here. Glad that you're with us. Pictures from Home is a funny, poignant, and heartfelt portrait of a flawed but loving American family in a stage adaptation of groundbreaking photographer Larry Sultan's captivating visual memoir. So, Lori, you are playing the vital role as an understudy in a three-hander during COVID where the (laughs) odds are high that for whatever reason you're going on. Yes. What were your thoughts about taking on such a daunting undertaking? Well, um, it helped that I've worked with Bart Shear uh, a couple of times before. So I feel like we have a shorthand. And I've also understudied Zoe Wanamaker once before uh, in Awake and Sing at the Belasco uh, many years ago. Uh, And it also helped that I loved the play. I read the play and um, I, I, for the most part, I'm not understudying anymore because um, it it can be sort of a, um, it it can be a cycle. And, and, and if you're a good understudy, which, which I am, uh, it's sometimes, you know, you tend to get offered understudy roles and, and uh, you know, it's, it's hard to get out of that. Um, that lane, so to speak. So I pretty much have have not been doing it lately, but I I read the play, I loved the play, and I thought, okay, I I would like to do this. I would like to be part of this company. I would like to work on this material with these incredible people. I mean, Nathan Lane, Danny Burstein, Zoe Wanamaker, Bart Sheer. It was uh, was very appealing to me. And uh, so I said, yes. (laughs) <laughs> daunting or otherwise. And um, of course, yes, you have worked with Bart Shear and Danny Burstyn in the Broadway revival of Fiddler. Yes. What was true. it like being in the rehearsal studio with Bart working on a straight play as opposed to working on a musical? Well, Bart is such a brilliant guy. I, I always adore uh, working with him and hearing what he has to say. Um, I had sort of a jolt of a beginning because I, uh, I had just finished a guest spot on Succession. So I missed the first day when the other understudies joined in. Of course, the the cast of three actors and Bart had been working a few weeks before that. Um, so I came a day late and Nathan was out with COVID. So I got a chance to uh, say hello to Danny and Zoe and Bart and, and watch the first day of rehearsal and then the second day of rehearsal, the COVID manager uh, came running into the room and said, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we need to take a five minute break. And then he escorted Zoe and Danny out of the room because they now were testing positive for COVID. So mm-hmm. as of day two, uh, all the all the understudies were up and working with Bart on the play, which is a kind of an amazing gift for an understudy because we really got to walk the play, understand the play, work on the play in a way that you usually don't as an understudy. And uh, Zoe was out uh, 10 or 11 days, actually. Um, Danny and Nathan came back sooner. So that was another added gift. I got to work with Danny and Nathan for several days on the play and with Bart, of course. 
so that when I did actually get the call to go on in performance, I, I had that shorthand of having worked with them and, and feeling welcomed and comfortable with them, which was really wonderful. It's extraordinary. The play's written by Shar White. Was yes. he in the room much, and how did that affect the process? He was in the room quite a bit. Um, just a lovely man and and very amazingly zen about uh, changing his work and adding or subtracting or cutting or enhancing or, you know, if something would come up in the room and there was a question about something, he was very amenable to uh, to making changes, which is not always so easy for a writer. And um, so, yeah, that was that was a great gift to have in the room and to, um, you know, he's done just a mountain of research, obviously, uh, on these people and this project. So it was it was a great resource to have him in the room. Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. As the play was changing and the words were changing and the relationships maybe with the um, characters were changing. As an understudy, how do you manage and process those constant changes? Um, well, you know, one of the, one of the sort of main, um, main traits you need to have as an understudy is the ability to sort of take your ego out of everything. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, so, you know, I just had to, uh, had to roll with the changes as they occurred, even if I really, oh, I, I loved that speech about the so-and-so, oh, I'm going to miss that. But, you know, you just have to go with it and. And uh, and um, and just be quick about it. You know, I have um, I have this sort of habit that I've come to now when I when I'm covering a role, which is that I, I do all the all the scenes on my phone. Uh, I make a sound file and I do them two ways. One, I read everybody's lines. And then the second time over, I read everybody's lines, but my own so that I can practice in real time saying the lines with myself. And so I just, you know, walk around New York or on the subway, whatever, listening to my my sound files that I've made. And so I'm I, I always made it a um, just uh, an absolute must to be up to date on all the changes so that they would be muscle memory. These are complexities that are so hard to comprehend that, of <laughs> course, makes sense. But really, your insight is is remarkable. Um. As has been common throughout the whole pandemic, whether it was COVID related or not, Zoe needed you to go on for her very early in performances. Will you describe that? Yes. Well, uh, they had just opened. It was just a couple of days after opening. And usually what happens, and it happened in our case, is that the the company is really focused on getting the show up and, uh, you know, ready for for uh, for critics. So uh, the understudies are just sort of left to their own devices. Um, and we had only had one understudy rehearsal uh, to that point, uh, and we had only made it halfway through the play. So, you know, we had barely touched on it. Luckily, my other understudies and I made it a point to meet every few days and just unofficially have a rehearsal like a line through just so that we were solid so that no matter what happened we were ready and we had been consistently doing that from day one um and so when i got the call to go on uh the stage manager 
knew that I had never even walked the path of the play for the second half and said, listen, if you want to get to the theater early, you're welcome to do that. And I did. And I, um, you know, I, I met with uh, Danny and Nathan. I said, hey, I'm your wife tonight, Nathan. He said, what? I said, yes, Zoe's, uh, Zoe's not well today. So he was just wonderful. And he popped right up from his dressing room table and he said, oh, you're going to be terrific. Anything you need to run through, just let me know. And uh, Danny was also equally welcoming and supportive. And, um, you know, it was slightly terrifying, I have to say. <laughs> um, and, uh, and, and then, of course, the whole machinery of a Broadway show is so, um, you know, it's just pros in every field. Dressers and wig masters and, and, and prop masters and stage managers. And so everyone, um, you know, made sure to... to uh, to support me in any way that they could. And uh, so I was all sort of set to go. And, and then, uh, and then the play started. And, um, you know, there was that moment of, oh, boy, here we go. And, and all of the years of experience of, you know, being an actor and all that, you know, as soon as the play started, it just sort of clicks into this ultra focused, laser sharp attention where you're just, you're just on hot it's you know like like sully sullenberger trying to land the plane it's just all of your brain synapses are working towards that thing and um and it was just fantastic i mean the play started and i i was uh i was just uh you know on fire and the play went really really well and i would say there was one moment where i let myself sort of you know, in, in a scene where I was not in the forefront, I let myself just sort of take a, a, a wide angle lens, if you will. And I just sort of observed where I was and what was happening and how well it was going. And I thought, wow, this is pretty cool. And it was Valentine's Day. So it was a very memorable Valentine's Day. And then, of course, I, I let myself, you know, come right back into the razor sharp focus of, of being, you know, paying attention. And um, and that was it. And the play is is in one act. There's no intermission. So it was just like a pressure cooker, an hour and 45 minutes. And the play was over and it was an extraordinary reception. And uh, it could not have gone better. And I came off stage and I burst into tears. And Nathan Lane said, why are you crying? You were fantastic. And I said, oh, thank you. I just, it, I was holding so much tension for the last three hours. I just had to let it out. <laughs> My gosh, I can't even comprehend that. Lori, <laughs> in, in your career, you are known for musicals and straight plays. Yes. So when you're not in the midst of being sure that the play goes on, if if Zoe is out, how do you keep up the maintaining of your instrument as a singer and an actor? Well, I um, yeah, that's a great question. Um, I'm always doing something musical. You know, I have a jazz trio uh, that I sing with, and we we do gigs here and there. Um, I I also, um, you know, I I play piano, and so I'm always sort of keeping my muscles um, lubricated, if you will. Um, there's always something going on musically, um, and mm -hmm. I love the fact that I can kind of um, 
be in both worlds. Uh, I would say about half of my credits are are straight and half of them are, are musical. And uh, it's it's a really, um, it's a lovely thing to be able to do both. I just did this uh, 29 hour reading of a new musical uh, based on the Alfred Hitchcock Presents, which is so fabulous. I cannot wait till it, it, it uh, has a real life somewhere in New York. Um, so yeah, there, there's always some sort of project that I'm working on that, um, that, that is, that is keeping me, keeping me in good form. Mm -hmm. Great. To conclude, the New York Times describes you as a consummate actress to the least grimace or shadow of a smile. So I wanted to close with that and say thank you to you, Laurie. Oh, thank you. It's been a pleasure to talk to you, Lauren. I'm Lauren Schneider with Laurie Wilner, company member of Pictures from Home at Studio 54. Thank you. Thank you.